Welcome to the Gutch Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thanks so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word from my dad, Pastor Bill Shear. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutschurch.com. You know, I'm just going to kind of cut to the chase here. I want to unpack the story of Luke, the second chapter. You know, where there's a pause and then the shepherds were watching their sheep by night. You know, you got to think that these guys, this wasn't a great job. Just three fellas with a flock of sheep. And they were startled by an angel. Shocking, huh? And this angel said that a child had been born who'd be Savior. And his name was Jesus. And it startled him. And he said, don't be afraid. Look, don't freak out over this. You're getting, you're, you're getting a sneak preview of what's going to happen. And, you know, I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning, and my first thought was, this is amazing, God. The way, because I believe the way God does anything is the way God does everything. And the way Jesus, his, the way his, his physical life ended before he went to the grave, before he rose from the dead, was, it was a filthy death. It, w- it was difficult. It was tough. And, and then we think about it, and I'm, and I'm going to try to get your mind off of the Christmas cards of the manger scene, because, you know, honestly, that's not what happened. You know, the, the Bible says that they, they had to go to the, to the place of Joseph's birth, the city of David, Bethlehem, and they really didn't plan it out well, so there was nowhere for them to sleep. And I guess they got there at a a certain time of night where they couldn't disrupt the flow from the front desk of the inn. So they said, look, we got no room. And they, they went out to the manger. And, you know, we think about it. And if we really do the math on a manger, it's not a place you want to birth a baby. You know, the... The whole idea of it is it was filthy. And I'm telling you, that's why I had that thought this morning that his death was filthy. But let me tell you, his birth was filthy. Man, it was horrific conditions to birth a baby. You know, and, and it's, what's interesting is I've told this story who knows how many times at this occasion. And I, and I, and I talk about swaddling clothes, like that these were... Something I guess you could order on Amazon, like a baby outfit, like one of those things that, it, 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 like a straight jacket for a baby, those things that they have that, it's like, okay, go to bed. That's, that's, it's not love, parents, when you're doing that to your kid. But they, it was actually, it's, it's actually not clothes, it's cloths. And that, that's a different connotation now. It was really rags. They used these when a lamb is born to wrap that lamb up that they used for Jesus. 
And I think about this. I think here they were. What kind of innkeeper would provide no room for a pregnant mama, a young pregnant mama? I mean, all the odds. And and then it hit me. Here's Jesus. You think about his life, that he, he, he walked on water. He healed the sick. He, he, he rose the dead. He, blind eyes were open. So much of his life, it was just so miraculous, yet his birth started, listen, the way most of our lives get. The situations get ugly. There's filth around. You know, you want to you want to think that maybe there was some kind of sterilization there, but the reality was there wasn't. The reality is, is it was the worst situation, the worst conditions anybody could have to birth a baby. Yet, you know what? It's what God chose for Jesus. Here Jesus is. Jesus left heaven where he, listen, he's clothed in righteousness, where the, the, the train of his robe filled the temple. And he went from there to rags. And I'm just telling you, I believe God had to do it. And we think about now that Jesus... In a glorified body, as a man, sits at the right hand of God right now. And the Bible says makes intercession for us. See, God's looking at his son Jesus. He's, he sees us through him. That we're, we're, we're hidden in Christ. He sees me through him. And he looks at his son who's pleading my case right now. And and all God does then is God then gifts us by measure of what he sees in the representation of Jesus that's still standing in our place. So you think about it. You think about the promise of God that all your needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's because Jesus sits at the right hand of God and makes intercession, takes our place. And you know what? God gives us what we need through his son, Jesus. The Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. The Bible says that he's the author and the finisher of our faith. That every good and perfect gift comes from him. That's why Jesus said, listen, you want to get to the Father, you got to go through me. So, so that's a two-way street. For God to get to us, he's got to go through Jesus. And all God wants to do, all God wants to do is reward Jesus' faithfulness. Man, that's why his grace is always sufficient for us. That's why, you know, and I, I, it's interesting to me because the devil's a spirit being. He's He's a fallen angel. And he sees things spiritually. So what he wants to do is dupe us into seeing things naturally. 
seeing things in the flesh. Well, you know, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Man, sometimes it's a step forward and sometimes it's a step back. See, the real sign here is that God has come to save you where you are. Please understand, that's the Christmas message. I know we want to we wanna think about glitter and, and, and this pristine arrangement of this baby with some, some animals in a manger. Think about, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been around sheep. They've got to be the dirtiest. It's got to be. Yet, you know what? God chose that for his son. See, this birth is the most humble, unentitled, non-entitled, not entitled, lowly situation anybody could imagine. See, you think about this, and if you're here today and you're not a Christian, Let's say you're here today and you're of another belief system. What kind of story would someone make up of this kind of birth? I, I get the death part of it. I get the, the book of Isaiah representing Jesus on the cross as unrecognizable as a human being. He was beaten so bad. But, but that, yeah, that's, there's some machismo in that. But then you look at it, conversely, his birth a similar situation to his death. It's amazing he came in the way he went out. In his birth, he bore our shame just like he did in his death. His birth, there was no room for him. They shamed Mary and Joseph. And Jesus was born into that shame. This is the price that was paid. It's the only way God could make us righteous. You think about it. He took what he had. He put him in the worst situation he could be in, being born. And then he said, okay, build something from that. I'm grateful no matter what our situation warrants. Jesus has been there. And he's overcome. And for me, I think about in all the trials and all the tests and everything life throws at us. Because let me tell you, we have an opinion and we have a flesh that wants to be pampered, that wants to be comfortable, that wants to be entitled and you know what? We've got to look past that. You know, I, th I think that's why Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, for you see your calling, brethren, that not many were according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble were called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to, th to shame the things of the mighty. See, Paul, Paul inquired the Lord three times about a thorn in his flesh and finally God said, look, Paul, stop. My grace is sufficient for you. And, that, and then he said something this. He said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. 
and the base things of this world, the things which are despised, God has chosen. Man, that's what Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. He's like, look, the base things. Man, you might be here and you might think, man, I'm nothing. You, you might be here and think God doesn't really care. Let me tell you, the reason you're here is because God cares. The reason you're here is because God wants to meet you right where you are. That's the Christmas story. God's going to take the foolish things. He's going to take the weak things. And you know what? He's going to show his power and his ability. The Bible says, now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Always. What have you gone through? You'll say, yeah, but I've blown it. Can, can I disagree wholeheartedly with you? The, the, the Bible says this. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. You're breathing. You have an opportunity for things to turn around no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've done. The Bible says this. He sent his word. Jesus was the word made flesh. He sent Jesus. He sent his word to heal us. And it's like, oh, that's... And deliver us of our destructions. And you know, in my studies, what I found out, that's even our self-destructions. God's delivered us of the things that we have self-destructed on. Man, some of you guys might feel like you have that by nature. Well, you know what God can do right now? God can say, look, I'm going to turn things around, and the things that have been aren't going to be anymore. They're passed away. And, and tonight, everything becomes new. See, not a new lease on life, a whole new life. Man, life, a life and life more abundant. Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but that in me you'll have life, and not just life, but super abundant life. It's up to you now. It's your call. I know a lot, a lot of people will say, well, you know, God's in control. What if you are right now of this decision? What if you let God be God in your life? What if you let this Jesus that was born of a virgin? No, the angel came to Mary and said, you're going to have a kid. She was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you're going to have a kid and you're going to call his name Jesus. Isn't that amazing? And then things started to shift in her body and then her belly started pooching. She started waddling a little bit and it's like... <laughs> and it's all because of us. And yeah, I, I get the super spiritual side of it that he had to be born of God and the seed of man couldn't have been represented because of sin. But you know, then the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in like manner as us, yet knew no sin. He, he experienced temptation the way we do. But you know what? That same spirit that raised him from the dead, that same spirit that caused him to overcome whatever temptation, whatever test, whatever trial, the world isn't going to like it. The devil sees things spiritually. And he's going to try to infiltrate your life in a natural way from a spiritual standpoint. But guess what? 
the spirit that raised Christ from the dead is what lives in you. That spirit that he, that he brings has no dominion in your life. See, this Jesus, born of a virgin, in a sheep shed. Yeah, we like to say manger. No, if we had a true nativity scene here, you guys would have to hold your nose. Man, we'd have to... We'd have to cake manure. That's what Jesus was born into. Yet, you know what? He's my king of kings. He's my lord of lord, lords. He's earned the platform that I give him in my life. And for that, I'm grateful to God for Jesus. Whatever you need, this Jesus in you can overcome. See, that's, that's the nature of Jesus, the true nature of Jesus. No matter what was thrown at him, he overcame. Yeah, but you don't get it. I've, man, I, and I hear a lot. Just, just this morning, I, I heard a man whose brother was in a car wreck, lost a leg. Well, how, I, but guess what? God's able. Man, there's some of you guys that have been severely disappointed. Some of you guys have recent lost loved ones. But guess what? This Jesus overcomes. And he promised he'd never leave us nor forsake us. He's never going to leave you. He's, he's never going to stiff arm you and say, no, I got bigger fish to fry. No, that's what, that's what religious people try to tell you. No, God's got bigger issues in mind. No, he doesn't. Do you understand what the word says is God is constantly mindful of us because Jesus is always talking about us. We're the apple of his eye. And hence the hope of the world. Man, the world's hopeless. Everything you hear, it's designed to extract hope from you. So without what you have as a baseline with Jesus, all you have is the extraction of hope. Yet you know what? The hope that we bring, the hope that we carry, the hope that we dispense is a hope that never disappoints. Never disappoints. And it's the anchor to our souls. What's going to cause you to drift? What's going to cause you to walk away? What's going to cause you to fail? Nothing, because your soul is anchored in the hope that will never disappoint. I wish I was one of those preachers where people cheer when they talk, but I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And I, I know you're scratching your head why we only had one service, and I am as well, so I'm glad you're here. And I hope you don't have to rush out. It's Christmas Eve. Let's give everybody a pass. No, for real. Man, some of you guys, I, I heard you've got family coming in, and um, mine's watching, so I'm just going to stop there. 
but give people a pass. Know that God wants you to help them overcome. Whatever you need, we're here for you. I want to pray for you. I want to bless you. And when I bless you, listen, I'm just praying an elevation in your life. I believe everybody in here needs to be elevated. See, there's blessing and there's curse. A curse will suppress. And we've all learned how to live with that. Inflation's a suppression. I'm glad it's not Lord of my life. So I'm going to pray a blessing that's going to elevate your life and it's going to lift everything. I mean everything. Man, some of you guys that have got arthritis, some of you guys that have cancer, some of you guys that have a disease in your body, you're going to receive God's healing provision today. Man, some of you guys that are hard of hearing or deaf, man, I'll tell you, God loves to take a, have, a, have us take authority over any kind of deaf spirit. Man, the things that, it's, some of you guys, listen, you're going to figure out the jigsaw puzzle that is your wife. Some of you guys are going to look at your husband and say, God's doing a work in him, and he's faithful to complete it under the day of Christ Jesus. I pick fun, but I think it's real. See, if you'll do me a favor, if you'll tell this story to your kids, say, listen, Jesus was born the most humble, ridiculous birth of any human being on the planet. And now he sits at the right hand of God. That's a track we're on. God, I thank you right now for every person here. God, I pray a blessing upon them. God, a lift in their lives. God, lift all these babies that are in the room. Lift these mamas and these dads, grandparents, aunts and uncles, friends, neighbors. God, I thank you for who you are and what you're about, what you're doing in this place. God, I thank you that there is healing. Your provision to heal is here today. And we receive it by faith. Pray with me, will you? Father God, I give you my life. I'm doing it again, God. I'm re-upping for no apparent reason other than I love you so much. I give my life to you. I dedicate my life to your service, your kingdom. And God, I thank you now. I'm going to heaven because Jesus is Lord of my life. God, give me a revelation of heaven and eternity. I'll never smell the scent of hell. And the devil has no dominion, no authority in my life. He's a liar. He's deceptive. He's an accuser. And I don't buy into any of it. God, I thank you that I live in your truth and your truth has set me free. God, thank you so much for so great a salvation. I'm saved, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm made whole with nothing missing and nothing broken in Jesus' name. Anybody wholeheartedly said? Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand, will you? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutschurch.com.